0: Hey, it's Steve Sparky Piper, 55 past the hour. Time for another Milwaukee sports time. I'm going to be broadcast live from the Wendy's studios. When the Bucks win, you win at Wendy's. Get yourself a free Wendy's Frosty after each Bucks victory at participating Wisconsin Wendy's within 24 hours after said Bucks victory. Joining me now is a guy I haven't talked to forever. He is Dave Gasper. Folks, Follow him on Twitter at dgasper24. You know him from reviewing the brew, host of the Cold Brew Podcast. He been Matt Carroll do a great job with that as well. Uh, so I got. To ask you first uh, and foremost, uh, David Stearns uh, was rumored to be in the running for the Houston Astros job. Uh, they decide not to go ahead and hire David Stearns with the Houston Astros. Does that give you any more of an idea of what truly went on to see David Stearns walk away from the Milwaukee Brewers when he did?
2: You know, I think with Stearns, it I think it honestly was just burnout, you know, as he was talking about, just not being able to feel committed, just wanting to take some time to to step away. You know, even with other jobs, you know, he said, I'm going to be here for 2023. And, you know, he's been sticking to that. You know, I think he just legitimately felt burnt out and just kind of wants to, to take a rest from it for a bit. So, you know, the Houston Astros have to go in a in a different direction.
0: And that's fine, but there is still one remaining uh, part to that two-part uh, tandem that got the Bruce the playoffs uh, so many years in a row. That's Craig Council, who is still, as far as we know, sitting on a lame duck contract.
2: Yeah, that's very confusing. I'm just like, why? Like, do you look at Corbin Burns? You look at their other extension candidates. It's like, okay, you're like, I understand why they maybe haven't gotten that done yet. But Craig Council, there is no reason for them not to to have that done. I mean, you're coming up close on spring training. Maybe they're getting. Maybe they're waiting until he gets there at spring training and then they'll hammer it out. I'm not sure. But I don't envision any way that we get into opening day and Craig Council's on, on a lame duck contract. That just doesn't make any any sense that he would still be in that spot.
0: Doesn't make any sense to me either. Now, there's been some talk that counts uh, may want to go watch his son play college baseball in Michigan. Uh, and maybe he steps away uh, and puts somebody else uh, into the role of manager. And I guess it would be Matt Carroll's hire if after one year Council. Uh, walks away. Then you also have the situation of three guys with a couple years left on their deal with Burns, Woodruff, and Willie Adamas. Uh, and according to Willie Adamas, they really haven't talked all off season since whenever it was November. Uh, so we know that's not going on. It doesn't appear Burns and Woodruff is anywhere close. We've heard Matt Arnold talk about the fact of well, you know, both parties want to uh, want to be able to want to do this in order to get something done. Is it possible they lose all three of these guys in two
2: years? I think I think it is entirely possible. I mean, uh, you got to act with some sense of urgency here if you're the Brewers, because you know as you get. You know, towards the end, and you know these guys are only going to be getting more expensive. I mean, you look at the shortstop contracts this past offseason, with the money that all those guys were getting. You know, it's going to be hard to sign Willie Adams now. Um, you know, you, you look at the starting pitching market and what some of uh, you know Justin Verlander and Jacob Degrom and what those guys were getting. Uh, you know, it, it's just going to make it tougher, and, and the market. I don't really see it slowing down or, or getting lower anytime soon so i mean really the the sooner you're able to get it done more likely you are to, to save some money in the long run but uh yeah if they're not able to you know relatively soon here I, I think there's a very good chance that come 2025 but none of those three are going to be on the roster
0: okay so you say act with a sense of urgency i say it hasn't happened you could tell me about William Contreras, and I'll say it was a hell of a swindle because they swindled them, getting Contreras in that deal and giving up a prospect who can't, you know, hit farther than second base. It doesn't appear, so that's fine. That that was a great deal getting William Contreras. Fine, Jesse Winker, if he's not in, uh, you know, a, a clubhouse problem like some reports say he might have been in Seattle, and if he gets back to being an All Star type player like he was in Cincinnati, that could be a good addition over Hunter Renfro. Fine. They have no answer at all uh, at second or third base. Urias is you're hoping fills one of those two and plays well, and then after that, it's a bunch of well, maybe, uh, maybe we'll see get something out of Brian Anderson, who the Brewers just signed. Uh, maybe we'll get something out of some of these other guys they brought in, but there's no lock, stock, barrel guy that's going to come in and improve second or third base for this Brewers team right now.
2: Yeah, they they don't have any of that concrete, you know, improvement there. And I mean, you, you could get, you know, you got Bryce Terrain coming up. Bryce Terrain could be could be good, but also he's a rookie. You you can't entirely bank on Terrain coming in and, and lighting the world on fire as much as I like Bryce Terrain. I, I I like Bryce Terrain, but you know, is he going to be able to to be the guy at second base? I think they'll give him some run, but not everyone is is going to be able to to have a, a great rookie season and jump out and be the type of hitter that frankly the Brewers are going to need and yeah third base I mean they have a whole bunch of you know options you know but are any of them really going to challenge Luis Arias I mean Brian Anderson I think is going to get uh, some good time if he's healthy uh, he also could see some time in right field you know potentially even some first base he could kind of play all around but I mean, otherwise you got what you got Mike Brasso you got Abraham Toro Owen Miller I mean none of those guys really kind of Strike me as someone that could really take over the starting job exactly. and, and provide an impact at third base. Exactly.
0: And in a perfect world, you would have gotten yourself a real third baseman. Your re plays second. Everything is fine. I set you up. I knew, you know, I know, you know that I know that you know what I was about to do here. I set you up for what I tweeted up the other day. And that is listen. <laughs> If you agree that there's a good chance they're not going to be able to sign any one of those three good guys, and you agree that they haven't filled that void at third base, and I'm assuming you agree that Jordan Walker is a stud for the St. Louis Cardinals coming up, and we're going to see him this year in the major leagues, he's blocked at third base his natural position by Nolan Arenado, so they started putting him in the outfield last year in the minors. I'm sorry. Woodruff or Birds, I don't care which one. Either one is fine with me. You get Jordan Walker and whatever else you can swing a lot of them to get for one of those two guys. Goodbye. See you later. If you don't think you can sign either one of them anyhow, then that's fine. But you can have a power-hitting third baseman. You're going to have an unbelievably good outfield, I think, with these young kids that you have coming. Yelich is going to be the long-term DH on this team going forward. To me, it just makes all the sense in the world, and all this team draws is draft middle infielders, so second base and shortstop. That's all they draft. That's all they sign. So from that perspective, they should take care of itself, and you get a stud power hitter in a bandbox of a park in American Family Field. He's six foot five, tears the cover off the ball. Does Jordan Walker? Bring me Jordan Walker. Go ahead.
2: I mean, the, the thing is, it's not like it's that self. I mean, you, you look at Burns and Woodruff. You know. Then, then there's the argument of should you just trade them before you lose them? That's one thing. To the Cardinals, though, Sparky, uh, that's getting... where you lose me, the Cardinals. <laughs> like, you you know, you know that that even if the Brewers can't extend them, the Cardinals are going to somehow sign Burns or Woodruff to an extension of eight years, something for super below market value, super cheap. They're just going to somehow be able to do it. They did it with Goldschmidt. They did it with Arenado. They got those guys for practically nothing. So they signed them to extensions. Easily and they continue to wreck the Brewers and haunt them for years seeing Burns or Woodruff in a Cardinals uniform doing that for years. No, thank you. I would rather wake up and vomit every single morning. Like, that would be the, the worst thing. It's nothing against Jordan Walker. Jordan Walker is great. I would love to have him in the Brewers organization. But trading either one of those guys to the Cardinals would just... I, I can't do it, Sparky. I, I can't go through this kind of pain. I, I look at it this way. You don't
0: know where either one of them will side when they get to that point. They, one of them could side with the Cardinals anyhow, and you get nothing in return, and then you still have to face one of these two guys going forward at the end of the day. I am hung up and have been hung up for a couple of years. I'm fighting a power-hitting young third baseman to put in the middle of this lineup. You have a catcher who's uh, an all-star type hitter, not but hitting, he's going to be in the middle of that lineup. We know that for sure. Yelich, you seemingly can't move or don't want to move, so he's stuck here going forward. I think Joey Weimer might be one of those guys that could be a you know a number six hitter, or something like that, at some point. You've got contact hitters that'll be at the top and center field. Like your this, this lineup is really starting to take shape, but you still don't have that guy. Uh, at third base and Jordan Walker is simply uh, the best one All right, let's move on I'll I'll put that to rest but I I had to come at you a little bit because we were going back and forth on Twitter about it who's pitching the 8th inning for this Brewers team Tim Dillard and I talked about this last week I think it was last week last week or two weeks ago Um, and we brought up Ashby and Dillard said he thinks Ashby could be elite in the 8th inning if that's the way that Craig Council and the Brewers decide to go what say you?
2: I think that's an interesting idea, especially now that you got Wade Miley in the fall. I mean, that, that could push, push Ashby out of the rotation. You know, I still think Ashby has has the ability to, to work as a starter, so I'm not entirely thrilled with the idea of, of putting him in a, in a one-inning, eighth-inning role. I think Matt Bush is probably most likely to, to get, a lot of the eighth inning opportunities and Ashby maybe could be in that you know swingman type role that he was in at the beginning of last year back when the rotation was healthy uh that he got pushed into regular rotation duty as as injuries started to pile up in the rest of the rotation um you know I think he certainly got the stuff that would that would thrive in that kind of role but I just don't don't see the brewers putting him there just just because I mean they've already signed him to to the extension uh, to the contract and I think the plan is still to to keep him as a starter, Um, and if he does go into the bullpen, it it probably would be a multi inning type thing to keep him ready and fresh for the rotation. If an injury pops up to you know a Wade Miley or you know Freddie Peralta, you know has another issue, you know whatever it is, you know if injuries pop up. If Ashby is stretched out, he'll be able to to jump right into that role if needed. If he's in a strict one inning role, it's going to take him a while to to ramp him back up. And I just I don't see that being the being the case at the moment. But they, they do need to figure out what they're doing in, in the eighth inning, the seventh, eighth innings. Uh, I think right now Matt Bush is, is going to be the guy.
0: When they let Brett Boxberger go because they didn't want to pay him, and they said, "Well, uh, you know, our research says nobody's going to pay him that." And uh, eventually, he got paid. Uh, what he what he was deserving of by the Chicago Cubs, I believe of everybody. Brad Boxberger, do you think they're going to regret not giving him the money?
2: You know, it, it's possible. You know, re- relievers are, are so volatile year to year, and, and Boxberger is now you know getting into his into his mid upper thirties mid upper thirties. He was starting to lose a, a little bit of velocity uh, there towards the end, so you know it, it's kind of you know trying to figure out where's the the right point to jump off and. You know, we'll we'll see what happens uh, as the season goes on. But, you know, Boxberger, you know, he's he's been a really solid contributor for the past couple of years. Um, but, you know, overall, I don't think the Brewers are going to be sweating too much uh, about Boxberger um, at the moment. They've got a lot of guys to, to kind of help fill in. They don't have a ton of experience between them all, uh, but uh, they do have a lot of talent and, and upside in the arms that they have acquired. He is Dave
0: Gasper, uh, and I got a question for you, Dave Gasper, uh, re- real quick here before we wrap this bad boy up, because I'll be honest with you, I've never heard of it. Prospects1500.com tweeted out a thing saying that you put together the top 50 prospects uh, for the Brewers on their website. What is Prospects1500? I've never heard of it.
2: Yeah, so it's just a, kind of a prospects-focused site. You know, We've got a top 50 prospects list for every single uh, team you know it's, it's a lot of you know minor league um you know and you know dynasty baseball kind of focus as well uh along with so i've been doing their their top 50 list for uh, about two-ish years now i believe um so yeah put put mine out uh, today so i got a fresh top brewers prospects list kind of able to to you know write my own here do a little write-ups on all these guys and you know 50 of them. So, you know, it's a lot deeper than uh, most, you know, other sites, you know, MLB MLB pipeline goes with 30 and, you know, baseball America so far as 10. So, you know, you get to look at a lot more of the guys in this system. So I've got, yeah, I've got the top 50 Brewers prospects over there.
0: God bless you for having time. Uh, he is the editor of Chief of Reviewing the Brew, who, of course, hosted the Cold Brew Podcast uh, as well. And, of course, check out his fine work over at Prospects of fifteen hundred. Follow him on Twitter at dgasper24. I love you some Dave Gasper. Dave, thank you so much for coming on, man. I appreciate you.
2: Yep, thanks a lot, Sparky.